Welcome, welcome. This week's topic is hitting the target. There's a famous marshal, I believe it's from the Dubna Magid. It's about a king who was traveling with his entourage through the forest when they suddenly chance upon this clearing. And they see an amazing thing. Wherever they turn, they see a target. They see a bullseye set up. And right smack dab in the center of every single bullseye and every single target is an arrow sticking out. This guy did not miss a shot. Impossible angles. It doesn't matter if the target was up on a branch, down on the floor, you know, hidden behind something. Every single target had an arrow coming right out of the bullseye. The king, his soldiers, they cannot believe what they're seeing. This is unbelievable. They've never met a marksman like this before. And the king's like, who shot all these arrows? We have to find out who it is. Maybe he could train our soldiers. He could train our army. You know, we could use such marksmen in our army. And they look around a little bit and they see behind the clearing, there's a small hut. And they go, they knock on the door. And the simple peasant opens the door. And the king says, tell me, my good man, do you know who it was that shot all those arrows out there in the clearing? And the guy says, yeah, it was me. The king is blown away. This guy, this guy's the expert marksman. The king asks him, tell me, what's the secret? How is it possible that every single arrow, no matter where the target is positioned, hits the center of the bullseye? So the guy tells him, you know, it's really quite simple. Instead of painting the bullseye and then shooting the arrow, what I do is I shoot the arrow first. And then wherever the arrow hits, I paint the target around it. And that's the secret to how my arrow's in the center of every single bullseye. It's too hard the other way. As we go through life, we don't always end up where we thought we would. Sometimes we may realize that we veer it off course. The question is, what do we do when we come to this realization? Do we paint the target around the arrow pretending to ourselves and pretending to the world that this is where we really wanted to be the whole time, shortchanging ourselves in the process? Do we forget the higher aspirations, the dreams and goals that we once had? Or are we brave enough to admit that not only may we have missed the bullseye, but we may have missed the target completely? We say in Ashrei every single day, we say, Baruch is close, to those who call out HaKadosh Baruch Hu in truth, in honesty. What does it mean to call out HaKadosh Baruch Hu in honesty? How many times is there something in our life that we want to change? There's a certain aspect that we say, you know, we want to do it differently, we want to do something better, we want to change whatever it is. And what happens? Nothing happens. We don't change it. It doesn't change. If we don't actually do something to ensure that there will be change, if we don't put up a gather, if we don't make a fence to make sure that we are not going to fall again the same time, the same way we've always fallen, if we're not going to do something to ensure that we're going to take that positive step that we're saying that we want to take, can we honestly say we're trying? It takes honesty to evaluate our lives and it takes bravery to commit to change. It takes courage to make a change in our lives. It's not easy to look in the mirror, to take an honest look and say, you know, I'm not happy with who I am. I'm not happy with what I'm doing. I'm not happy with how my life is going. 
It takes courage to be vulnerable. But that vulnerability, that's what allows us to change and make the adjustments necessary to hit the target in our life. There's a very interesting Malbim in Sefer Yeshayo. It's in Perak Aleph Pasek Dalet. The Malbim says that the word chet, which means Avera, the word chet, where does it come from? So he says it comes from Sefer Shaiftim. That in Sefer Shaiftim it says there's a Lushan by, it's talking about the soldiers of Binyamin, these elite soldiers that the Shevet of Binyamin, that the tribe of Binyamin had. The Pasek says, Every single one of these elite soldiers in Shev bin Yamid had the ability to sling a rock from a slingshot and hit a hair. They wouldn't miss their mark. in means they would not miss their mark. This is what the word hate comes from. The word hate Avera comes from Velayachati. They wouldn't miss their mark. What the Malbim says is that when we do an Avera, when we do a hate, when we do something wrong, what did we do? We missed the mark. We missed the target. Tshuva means that we admit that we missed the target. That we say we resolve that we're going to try harder the next time and not just paint a target around wherever our arrow happened to land. But there's another point to it as well. Keshes also means a bow, a bow and arrow. And the word keshes, a bow and arrow, also alludes to tefillah. Where do we find this? In the Birkas Yaakov, in Parshas Vayechi, when Yaakov Avinu is giving the bracha to Yosef HaTzadik, so Yaakov Avinu says, V'ani nasati l'chem shechem achar al-chaka, asher l'kachta miyara emoiri, v'charbi v'kashti. I'm giving you one more portion from your brothers, that I took from them, with my sword, and with my bow, with my bow and arrow. Rashi over there explains that what does it mean, Rashi says, with my sword, that is alluding to wisdom, that I did it with wisdom. And with my bow and arrow, with my keshes, Rashi says, that's referring to tefillah. To tefillah. The Yaakov is saying, I got it through tefillah. The question is, what is the connection between a bow and arrow and tefillah. So the Maral and Gor Arya explains that the reason a keshes, the reason a bow and arrow elusive tefillah is because just like a bow and arrow, you pull back the string, you let go of the arrow, and the arrow flies towards its destination. When we dive in, what happens? We let go of our tefillah, it soars upwards, and it pierces the heaven, just like an arrow. The Maral Gorai is explaining that an, our tefillahs function the exact same way an arrow shot from the bow functions. I think it's important to realize that when we talk about creating targets in our life, reassessing our lives, wanting to hit the target, trying to figure out and evaluate whether or not we're happy with where we're going or we want to make change, we have to incorporate tefillah into this. We have to talk to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I need your help. I need your help in this change I'm trying to make. I'm trying to do a certain course correction. I'm scared. I'm nervous. It's not who I've been until now. You know, maybe you're worried what are people going to say. Talk to Hashem. Ask Him for help. Davin and Davin. Let's try to live a little higher. 
live with honesty, live with courage, assessing what it is we need to change, do we need to make changes, and let's try to make the course corrections as necessary. Let's remember also to speak to Hashem and to ask Him to help us have the strength to make the changes that we need and want to make in our lives. Hatzlacha